Welcome to the Girl Games Podcast. I'm Amber P, NPC bikini competitor on my road to pro. And I'm Alexis Adams, IFBB wellness pro on my road to the O. In our podcast, we share everything. From the good, the bad, do's and don'ts, with the hopes of helping anyone who may be new to the sport, get get ready ready for for some some serious serious girl girl games. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Girl Games Podcast. I'm Amber P. I'm Alexis Adams. And y'all, Alexis is going to the freaking Arnold. That's crazy. (laughs) I am so freaking excited. Like, what? So let's, let's give them backstory because... On my solo episode, I had said a little something about it, but I didn't want to like share all of your good news. So Alexis has technically been in prep for the Arnold since December, correct? Yes. No, since technically the very end of October. Oh, October. That's right. Because what? Yeah, I said December because I was thinking about um, nationals when we were together. Yes, since October. So this is something that has been well thought out. I knew she was prepping for it. She knew that prepping for it was going to be a little bit of a tricky situation because you're prepping for a show that you don't know if you're going to receive the invite. So if you're not familiar with the Arnold, Arnold is the Arnold Classic is very prestigious because you have to apply. It's not like the Olympia where you can just win a show and you're good to go. Like they pick out who they want. So first of all, that's very ballsy of her, especially being a new wellness pro to be like, you know what? I'm going to try and I'm going to see what happens. It just goes to show that when you truly put your mind to something, you can't achieve it. It doesn't matter if you're brand new on the scene. It doesn't matter if you're a rookie. If you're good, you're just good. If you got the juice, you got the juice. And Alexis has the juice. And I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Okay. So um, the way I answered this in my live last night, but um, the way that the Arnold works is you apply. There's an um, application date. Um, It was like two months this year. Um, Okay. So let me start from the beginning. Competed at Tampa. We knew Tampa was going to be my last show for the season of last year. Um, after that, we game planned what was our next plan. Um, so we, our initial timeline anyway was short off season, jump back into prep, make the um, changes that we could. We knew we didn't need to make a ton of changes. We needed to grow my glutes. Fortunately, we know that I tend to grow fast. So we were banking on those genetics sticking with me. Um, make small changes, jump back into a deficit, shoot for a spring show. The cycle that I've been in, if you've been watching my um, preps from the past, um, is like summertime shows. So like June, July, August, September, however long I compete. Um, And with the goal of competing at the Olympia this year, that's not ideal for me as an athlete. Um, sure it would have given me a long off season, but then looking in the future, it wouldn't have given me that much time between qualifying, taking a break, letting my body rest and coming into the Olympia fresh all with the perfect ideal that I qualified this year. Right. 
So um, the goal was to get out of that, take a short off season, jump back in, do early spring shows, like beginning of competition season, hopefully get a qualification by like April, May, take months off and be able to jump back into prep like August for the November Olympia this year. That was the strategy. Um, when that was the strategy, I was like, okay, well, can I apply for the Arnold then? Like, can we be ready that soon? Because if I'm going to be competing in that time frame, I can't not apply. Mm-hmm. Putting in the application, we absolutely knew that I, the only chance in hell that I had of being selected was if they chose a dark horse, right? I've done one show, didn't win it place third at my pro debut at Tampa, that's pretty impressive, but it's not the same as being a top 10 Olympia athlete. So we, I mean, we weren't dumb. Um, so y'all, I put my application in on October 1st when it opened, <laughs> um, sent it to a couple people, like making sure that everything looked good. Um, and that's what we did. So started prep the very end of October with March 3rd date as our thought um, and went from there. I was prepping for a show that I wasn't sure I was going to be selected for. And the list didn't even come out until January 6th. So um, when the initial list dropped, I mean, I was sad a little bit. I wanted to compete at the Arnold, but we weren't shocked um, that I wasn't on the list, especially when we saw the lineup. It was like every girl had competed at the Olympia. I wasn't even on the stage. So um, we got it. So then like literally, if you look at my first post announcing what show I was doing, the Vegas show that I had been posting my weeks out to was our backup. So I wasn't, they posted um, the list at eight weeks out from the Arnold. So I was like, I'm 11 weeks out because I'm not on the list. (laughs) So that's where we went from there. Um, and then that was the goal. We cut, we re adjusted. We knew we coast a little bit cause we were on par for the March thing. Um, we'd been pushing for that. So we had three extra weeks. Well, when now I'm going to give you some backstory y'all, you guys know, Kate, like backgrounds rough. Childhood was rough. You don't get what you don't go for period, end of story, you don't get it. Um, I'm very clear, I understand that, and I go for what I want. Um, I know what I'm capable of, I know what I can pull off. Um, Even if I don't know it fully, I believe it till it happens. Um, (laughs) So, and I mean, that's how I get to where I go. Um, Ride on faith or you're riding on nothing. So, I, you know, at that point, not on the list, regain plan. Then I see that some competitors had dropped out and a late invite went to Amanda Burnett, um, which awesome for her. Um, but then I'm like, they do that. <laughs> this is a thing. So um, at that point, I emailed the contact on the Arnold website and I was like, hey. I was already prepping for the show, hoping that I would be selected. So if a late invite opens, I can be ready. Sent that, didn't tell my coach. 
y'all better start shooting your shots. Like if you want something, you better start inserting yourself. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't tell my coach about that. that oh, you didn't tell Nelson? No, no. <laughs> I, so she told me I, I assumed you told Nelson <laughs> no I told you and I told Kenley I think and that's it and Brandy I, I think I told Brandy um I, <laughs> I didn't really want to tell anyone because I felt like a crazy person but at the same time oh. I'm like what's the hurt like if they give me what's a the worst that can happen they say no okay cool move on right like they'll think I'm a crazy person but I kind of am like <laughs> so <laughs> Um, we all are to do this. I'm like, either they're going to respond to me or they're going to ignore it. And we mm-hmm. went by and they ignored it. Okay. So, um, but then last week, end of last week, Julia Chitara had to drop out. She had a medical incident. Um, she's posted about, you can go check that out. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, in the back of my mind, maybe they'll fill that spot. We're like, at that point, we're like four weeks out from the Arnold. I'm like, okay, it's probably too close for him just to fill it now, you know? Um, so, you know, weeks are, things are going on. Um, Monday, I was taking a nap. And the only reason that my phone was not on Do Not Disturb, because it's been living on Do Not Disturb these days, was because I was on call for work. So I had to answer my phone if it rang and go in. Um, well, it rang and it woke me up from my nap and I only answered it because it said Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was like, oh, <laughs> so I answered it and it was Lloyd Davis and he wanted to just ask me some questions at first. Um, so we chatted and that's when he told me that I was getting a late invite and if I could be ready, then I could compete. So obviously I took it mm-hmm. um I'm like texting Nelson while I'm on the phone like I need like SOS alert <laughs> respond to me right now and he didn't respond so I'm like I'm doing it like whatever I'm making I'm yeah. ex- executive decision um, <laughs> I've been like envisioning it into existence yeah until it became real so um that's how that happened so I accepted the invite. Um, he told me that um, he doesn't know that anyone's ever been giving a late invite this close to the Arnold. And if they have, <laughs> they probably didn't take it because you have to be pretty close to a show to be able to make four weeks work. Um, that's close. So obviously, we have to speed things up and we have, um, as soon as I got off the phone with him, my husband was getting body work done. So I like texted him. He was like, going in for body work. Hell yeah. Talk to you when I get done. <laughs> and then I called Nelson immediately and I was like, Hey, I just got off the phone with Lloyd Davis who gave me an invite to the Arnold. And I need you to tell me that I can do it. And he was like, I mean, did you just tell them on the phone that you would do it? And I was like, uh, obviously, Nelson. <laughs> yes, I told him that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. I know you can help me here. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my God, okay, I guess we're doing the Arnold." And then he was like, "Luckily, I had already trained. I had already done my morning cardio." Um, but he was like, "How much cardio have you done? Do twenty more minutes. Send me pictures right now, and then get on the bike." Um, 
asking he's like i'm gonna send you an update right now i'm going into my like he has he does um boxing um so of course he's heading into that but he's like send me pictures right now so i can respond to them and then go into boxing and then i'm calling you when i get done and we've been sending pictures multiple times a day he came over last night saw me in person he saw me in the gym yesterday saw me in the gym today um basically we're going to do as much in person daily as we can if i can't do daily i'll be sending pictures morning and night um more often as we need to just so that he can make sure literally everything has to fire on all cylinders between now and then um but so far it's going well <laughs> so i'll be updating you guys as we go um all my fats and my glutes right now all the fats that i have left so we have to get it off um but right now my check-ins are kind of looking similar to how I looked in Tampa. So we can only get better, but we, I need a very good package to hang with the girls that are in that freaking lineup. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at. Um, I'm doing steps right now because I have, it's gonna take a lot to get there. We're gonna make it happen, but it's like, I'm riding on adrenaline and hype right now. Um, mm-hmm. I have like, so I just want to be transparent. I don't know what it'll get to. Um, I'm three and a half weeks out today. What's today? Thursday. No, a little less than that. So we really have two and a half weeks before we can start the peaking process. Um, We'll be running right into show, but I have 50 minutes fasted cardio in the morning, 50 minutes at night or post-workout every day and 14,000 steps on top of my cardio. My diet is the same every day. It's, it was like all my fats are gone basically, except for meal one. I have carbs throughout the day. Most of my meals have carbs, um, but that's where we're at and it will go lower. So <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it'll be it'll be rough, but I mean, it was gonna get lower anyway. We're just speeding up how quickly it does. Right. So. Yeah, and please understand you guys, had she had gotten the invite when all the other ones went out, this would have been a totally different situation. But because she got it when she did, she's got to step on it. So this is one of those situations where you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the Arnold to even be considered and then to look at my email. I mean, on the phone, even like I didn't, it's not like he called me and was like, hey, it's Lloyd. I'm giving you an invite. No, it was like, <laughs> it was a discussion. Um yeah. He said, send me your most recent pictures. I did. <laughs> um, I had worked Sunday and I was supposed to work Monday. And I like the way that on-call works, you don't know if you're on call until the last minute. Um, I was supposed to go in and they put me on call. So I didn't send check-ins because I'd already done my cardio. Um, and we send them fasted do it, having done nothing. So um, I sent him my check-ins from Saturday. And he was like, "Where are these, when are these pictures from? And I was like, Saturday or check-ins to my coach and he's like well what are you in prep for and I was like well I wasn't prep for the Arnold <laughs> well <laughs> and then we changed the timeline we can just change it back and he was like all right yeah. well <laughs> you look like you could be ready and I was like we can we can yeah. and then Nelson we was will. like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> oh Nelson we gotta get Nelson on the pod <laughs> I know maybe after this because right now he's like yeah. close to having an aneurysm after for sure for sure yeah I would love to get his feedback and listen to him and yeah 
you put Nelson through a lot. Like. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, but I'm really excited. So thank you guys for everyone's support. Um, a bunch of my friends are coming to the Arnold. I mean, we were all going anyway. That's a benefit. Um, yeah. We were already all planning to go. My friend Olivia, I've been posting her on my stories. She's competing in the Arnold Amateur. Um, really, the main downside of this is that I won't get to see her compete there. Um, it's her first, like, national, I guess, I don't know if the Arnold's considered a national level show, but it's a pro qualifier. So um, her first show of that tier, that level. Um, but we both compete Friday morning, so that sucks. Um, but I'm still, I still... So y'all, like, I put literally all my eggs into the basket. Used my vacation for the Arnold way back in December. I put in for it. Um, so I have the entire week off from work. So peak week is fine. Um, can minimize stress as much as possible. I'm going up Monday. I'll be in Ohio the whole entire week. Um, she and I have a photo shoot on Wednesday together. And then once I check in on Thursday, I'll be in the hotel. So that's epic. So good. So good. So you guys make sure you stay tuned. I'm sure you're already following Alexis on Instagram, but for some odd reason, if you're not follow her and stay tuned, because of course we're going to have the full rundown on the pod because she's close and it's going to be epic. So we're going to switch gears here. We've got a couple of questions for you guys. And I see some really, really good questions. And the first one, do you both train chest ever? Do you think it's necessary for bikini wellness athletes? It's going to depend. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's structure is different. You're going to hear people that say, no, bikini and wellness girls don't train chest. And you're going to hear a few that do. Um, I am one of the few that do. But that's just due to me being very narrow. I have skinny genetics. And so I have found that with me training chest but the past two years, it just fills me out. I'm 5'8", I'm tall, I'm long and lanky. That's a different ball game. So for someone like Alexis, who is not long and lanky and is very bubbly, she don't need to do it. Yeah, so I've never had um, chest in my plans at all. Um, so I've never trained it. I've never laid on a bench and press something up except in like high school. <laughs> um, so that's never been in my plan, but I have been able to build my upper very easily. So like you guys, if you follow me, you know that I really don't train upper at all. I do a one pump day, one pump session a week. And it's literally 10 minutes. It's a couple of side laterals, front raises. Sometimes I do presses and Nelson gets fussy and that's it. Um, so I'm not training to grow my upper at all. Um, I don't know that Kenley really writes chest into bikini and wellness. I know he does for figure, but I don't even know if he writes it into most people's plans. So it's really just a different different ways that people approach things yeah and then let me touch base on that really quickly like I don't have like 
a full-on chest day like my chest will consist well my, my chest will be in there with my bicep and shoulder workout as well so like I'm not doing traditional like bench pressing with the dumb with um the barbell I have more so like a dumbbell press things of that nature or like the landmine chest press I'm not in there like busting out crazy numbers on the bench press so before someone takes that information, it's like, all right, I'm going to have a full on chest day. No, 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 no. I, I just hit the upper chest a little bit. And that's that. <laughs> yes. Let's see. Next question. What do each of you feel like is your weak point and why? How have you addressed it this year? My weak point. Um, bringing my outer glutes and upper glutes up and then as far as just like for stage I just need to be leaner and that'll happen and then the upper and outer glutes I've been killing myself trying to get that to grow so um for me I kind of said it earlier I needed to improve my um like my glute density um, my upper glute could grow. That's really what we focused on this off season. And then of course my hamstrings, that was my secondary thing. Um, my quads didn't really need to, they were the least priority. Um, I still trained them regularly. Um, but I really focused on my hamstrings and my glutes. So like my back day and bringing my waist down, um, which we did a decent job at, um, yeah. And really that was just keeping bloat literally minimized my whole off season, regular vacuums in my off season, um, wearing a belt helped bring down my oblique some. And then we took all of my like direct back exercises out. So like my back day is really a glute ham day. Um, I don't even do cable pull downs anymore to warm up. Um, because we found that my lats insert really low. So from like from the side, my waist is tiny. From the front, it looked big at Tampa because of kind of how my back was coming through to the front. So that would be great if I was like a bodybuilder, but I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> we got rid of that. Um, so that's really what we did. And so far with um, cutting fat, it looks like we did grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your, I mean, your upper glutes for sure came up tremendously, big time, big time. Would you ever do a Team Adam slash Posey with Alexis practice suit? I saw that. I think Hannah posted that. Um, I actually mm -hmm. sent a screenshot to Kenley. Um, so KH Customs, my um, suit sponsor, she does customize suits like that. Um, we would just need a good level of interest because she needs like a minimum order in order to do it and make it worth making the template or whatever for the design to go on it. Um, I think she does it in rhinestones oftentimes. So um, possibly we just have to have enough people interested to make it work for time. Mm -hmm. I would definitely rock a posing with the Alexis posing suit. <laughs> I would put me on the list. What are yeah, your 
Yes, no message her. Message her if you want one. That's dope. What are your placing goals for the Arnold and predictions? Okay. So let me sit down. I'm going to eat. Um, we've gotten feedback. Y'all don't like that. So if you don't like it, hop off now. Um, but yeah. it's comes a bodybuilding podcast, y'all. References. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So first and foremost is to bring the best package that I can in this time frame. Um, we do think that it can be better than Tampa. We think that it can be competitive. Um, from there, I literally don't know. I don't think I've been on stage with any of these people other than Amanda. Um, and that was once or twice. So, um, a specific placing, I'm, I, ha I don't have a prediction for, I would like to place last year, they placed six. So from the list that's online right now, I think there's eight competitors. So that might be possible. Um, that's about all that I have on that. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those, listen, I'm just happy to be here moments, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm clearly the underdog, guys. Yeah. I like, like on one of the things that I had to submit for what they'll say on the live stream and while I'm on stage was um, most recent pro shows you've won. I left it blank, y'all. <laughs> I just so, got here. <laughs> I'm the only one on that stage who has not won a pro show. I'm the only one on that stage who has only done a pro debut. Mm -hmm. So to give you a prediction would be talking out of my butt. I agree. I agree. Let's see who's someone you'd like to compete with. I'm happy to be competing with Sonny Andrews and Cassandra Gillis so yeah I would like to compete with Jordan that, mm. would <laughs> mm -hmm. that would be fun put that on the bucket list <laughs> that'd be awesome she's yeah. gonna listen to this and then put you in a show with her watch oh well that's what <laughs> she will what I, I know she'd be like yeah, surprised I'm competing too yeah, she's like, so no, she would just be like, so we're gonna compete at this show. And I'd be like, excuse me, what? She's like, yeah, we're we're both gonna do the show. It'll be fine. That's that's how she rolls. But I'd be with it. That'd be the bomb. How does peaking work if you do multiple competitions close together? Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've had my first experience with this last season. So what had happened was. I was a little butthurt because I wanted to actually work the Pittsburgh Pro-Am. And so I said to Jordan, I was like, you know, I'm really annoyed. I really want to work this show, but I can't because, you know, it's going to be peak, peak week for Junior USAs. She goes, yeah, you can't work it, but you can compete at it. So I was like, okay, fine. So of course, peaking is very strategic and it's very different for everybody. So how I peak you're probably not going to peak. Like if you are with someone and you notice your peak seems very reminiscent to a bunch of other competitors, then you might want to, I don't know, check in on that because you could be just getting a cookie cutter peak week plan. Like if your coach is sending you your peak week plan, like two weeks before peak week, you can go ahead and throw it out the window because how can you give someone a peak week plan that far in advance? 
we don't know. Like literally coach has to look at you and make the adjustment. So there's no, like you might, you might have an idea, but at that point you're taking photos every day. Things are going to be changing every day. So there's, it's really kind of a go with the flow and see what we're looking like. Um, For me, how we did it. So I'd had, I did Charlotte cup in at the end of April and then at the beginning of May. So I think I had like a, maybe like a two week gap in between then I did Pittsburgh and then I did June USA's the following week. I was nervous about it because I wasn't sure how my body was going to hold up, but it worked out really well because Jordan feeds me into the show. And so once she fed me in the first time, I can just kind of hold steady. For me, the issue is just making sure we keep me full because I'm just lanky. And at that point I can blow through food kind of fast. So that's the hardest part for me. Of course, everyone's different. So Keep that in mind. Yeah. So my um, so I've only done two shows two weeks apart once. And the second peak was thrown off because I got my period and didn't expect to get my period. Usually I lose it. That was the only time I got it and it threw us off. Like literally two days before I competed. So I was shocked. Um, I, I was like, how? You never have a period. I was so angry. <laughs> So really at that point, like everything went out the window and we were just trying to combat the water that I was retaining just due to mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah. Um, so that's the only time I've done that. So this year we'll definitely see um, a big thing is like people who are competing back to back or want the opportunity to decide whether they want to compete soon after another show you can't go all out after your show going to oh, dinner and stuff. Cause you'll have a ser- especially if you manipulated water at all, you'll have a serious rebound. Yeah. When I got off the stage for Pittsburgh, fun fact, I don't know if we talked about it all day long at Pittsburgh, I struggled big time. So I did my teammate Shanice, shout out to Shanice. I did her makeup and I thought, okay. Cause normally once I start working, I wake up a little bit, couldn't wake up. I got myself ready. Couldn't wake up. I remember sitting backstage and I said to Jordan, I am so freaking sleepy. I did not wake up until literally my heel hit the stage got off stage, did the whole thing. I was like, okay, cool. One my class. And so I knew I had junior USA. So following weekend. So my dinner, I had salmon, rice, and green beans. Got my dinner, went upstairs. My period had started. That's why I was so exhausted. So yeah. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, oh God. So of course now I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, this period needs to be gone by junior USA's because that's like the big, big show, but it definitely made things a little bit trickier going into Junior USA's because it's like, she's trying to peak me properly, but we know we have water on me because I'm on my period. So it's just kind of like, uh, again, not an excuse. I'm not, I'm not saying that's why I placed sixth place. Like I got sixth place because that's what the judges felt was fair for me, sixth place. But right. trying to peak and manipulate when you're on your period, man... It's just an extra variable. So like I am a good coach can coach around it. So like you didn't look like you were on stage. Um, I was significantly watery, but our issue was we didn't anticipate it. Right. So like looking back, my weight had trended up that weekend prior to, but my weight's never like predictable really. So um, and it was only like up by 0.2, up by 
four, you know? So it wasn't a lot. It wasn't like I was getting a pound a day. Um, and then when I looked at my tracker, it made sense, but I wasn't even looking at my tracker. Cause I was like, it's not coming. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it typically doesn't. <laughs> right. Plot twist. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, where's the next one? Your opinions on hair color for stage. John, you got the right one. I'm a hair colorist. Let's talk about it. If you have been blonde for years, you like yourself blonde and you were comfortable being blonde, please, for the love of God, don't get a strange hair up your ass, have a moment and decide you need to go dark. That... <laughs> is not necessary, okay? Keep in mind, you guys, it does not make sense to invest so much money on hair color for one day. For what? 15 seconds on stage, uh, minute and 30 seconds on stage if you're a pro. That makes zero sense. Now, if you're blonde, it's not a good tone. Things that I see that don't look good, that ashy gray tone. If you are too cool tone, your hair's going to pop off gray on stage and you're not going to look well. But if you are too brassy with the stage lighting, it's gonna make your hair look piss yellow. A lot of blondes have a hard time with the thought of going with more so of a warmer blonde. Warm is not brassy. I can't tell you how many times I've said that to my clients, especially my blondes. Warm is not brassy. Warm is actually going to be more youthful. Keep in mind, you have prep face. You need all the warmth and all the glow that you can possibly get. If you are someone who does have dark hair, keep in mind, if you are a dark hair girl, and maybe let's say like you're a brunette and you're dying it darker, keep your natural skin tone in mind because although yes you are going to have a tan on you sometimes if you have like a very cool undertone and you go too dark even with the tan on it can look too harsh so those are a couple of things hair color wise that, that I see Alexis you got anything um you like the fashion that... colors like the reds or like some people try to pull off like purples or stuff like that Oh, uh, I, I wouldn't Rarely try to can people get away with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Every once in a while, someone can, mm -hmm. but it's usually, I mean, that's their hair color in normal life. Right. Um, if that's what you're most comfortable with, again, you shouldn't overhaul your hair color. Right. Uh, it's risky, though. Um, uh-huh. Like, my friend Olivia, she'll tell you, um, her first season, like, she literally wants her hair to look like fire. <laughs> it's, it's red. And, um, it was like, I think it was ombre to blonde at the bottom. And then she had a money piece in the front that was blonde. So like red to ombre to, it looked like fire. And yeah. that's exactly what she wanted. That's what she went on stage with. She got extensions to go with it. Um, and she was like, I want an orange suit and I was like no no don't <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> she got a freaking orange suit anyway <laughs> like blood orange and it looked amazing she was right um and I told her after the fact I was like girl like when you did this anyway like I told her my concerns and she told yeah. me I know you told me my concerns I really want to do it I figured my first season 
if it's going to bomb, I might as well get it out of my way. That was, yeah. she knew. So she did it and it looked great. And I was like, all right, th- this okay. is actually going to be, we're going to stick with it actually. And <laughs> it'll be your signature color because nobody else is getting away with no it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And that's the thing you guys like, so for people like Olivia, like for something like that, that's confidence. That's your swag. Like that's your signature look. That's not going to be something that everybody can pull off. Like I wear my hair short on stage. That's not something that everybody can pull off. Alexis has this banging ass front post that she hits. That's her signature. That's not something that everybody can pull off. So when you see these things, you might think, oh yeah, that's cool. I want to try it, but you have to keep in mind. Just because that one person can pull it off, you might not be able to necessarily pull it off. And I love when people have like their signature things, whether it be like a suit color, a pose, a hair, like that's cool. Yeah. And I think stand out things like that, you can't force it. You can't no. be like, I want to do something to make a statement. I want to stand out, blah, blah, blah. No. Like if you do that, it looks ridiculously silly. Um it does. Olivia's instinct was an orange suit. She wanted it. She made it work for her and it looks freaking amazing. And it um, fits her Amber, Yeah, Amber wore a wig one time. She was like, who am I? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have wanted to do a pink suit for a while and everyone's like, jewel tones are safe. And that's what I tell you guys because that's a true statement. Um, and that's what I did. However... I've always been outside of the box a little bit like that front pose that I do that you can do it in quarter turns. You can't get away with it there, but I always put it in my routine because I love it and it makes me stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, my first bikini show ever, I did a purple ombre suit. What bikini girl have you freaking seen in an ombre suit? <laughs> Nobody. I probably wouldn't have done that if somebody had told me, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, like, that's just my thing. Um, so I did pink because again, pro debut, I'm like, eh, they don't, like they have no expectations have of me. So, yeah. yeah. So there's like strategy to it too. I didn't do it when I went back to junior nationals the second time. The strategy there was specifically to come back with the improvements they told me to bring, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get away with things if it's you, if it's not you and you're trying to force it, it's not going to work. Right. It's just got to flow. It's got to be natural. Like, and I feel like Olivia, like she had already had some red in her hair anyway. So it wasn't like some crazy far-fetched idea where she went from having like dark, dark, dark black hair to boom, all of a sudden red, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like that was her hair already. She just got it freshened up for the show. Mm-hmm. And it looks good on her. She can pull it off because of her cool undertone. Like there's just so many moving parts. So if you're going to try something, understand that it's a risk. It could be popping or you could bump. Yes. Let's see. We got two more suggestions on jewelry. What is too much? I keep it simple. Earrings, one bracelet on one arm, one bracelet on the other arm, one ring. Yeah, I do earrings, one ring. I do wear my wedding bands on stage. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't my first couple shows only because I was worried about the tan messing them up. And then I've learned that that's, it's fine. Um, I take it off during the tan and put them back on. Um, Mm -hmm. So I do earrings, a thicker bracelet and a thinner bracelet. 
because yeah, yeah. I'm petite, like I don't need to have all this chunk all over me. And then one like showed a sparkly ring on the hand that is not my left yeah. hand, my right hand. Yes, yes, yes. I wear my wedding band and then on the right hand, because that's the arm that's down when I pose, that's where I put the ring on as well. And like you want, obviously you need jewelry, but you don't want someone to look at you and all they see is jewelry and be mindful of like your earrings. You don't want your earrings so big and obnoxious to the point that it takes over your face or it's getting stuck in your hair because that's no yeah. fun to try to fix that. <laughs> like my hair is down, so I do wear some pretty big long earrings because my hair covers most of it. So I need them obnoxious enough to poke out a little bit and give my head, you know, just a complete package. If Amber wore the same earrings that I wear, oh. it'd be, you'd be looking at her ears. Yes, and if you wore my earrings, it'd be like, where are the earrings? <laughs> so again, <laughs> it depends on what you got going on. All of the, and this is like, when we talk about the total package, this is it. Let's see, last question, how to prep for getting a tan? We could probably do like a mini episode on tan rundown because I don't think we've done that yet. Yeah, we should. Um, So I use liquid sun rays for all of my shows. Um, It's the most consistent for my skin. I like how dark it is. I don't get green undertones or anything crazy as long as I skin prep. And the skin prep, they literally sell a kit. So. both main companies sell a kit. If you order it, follow the instructions, easy as pie. There's also the old school method that I did before I was with Liquid Sun Rays and knew about all this stuff. Um, Dawn dish detergent, baking soda, water in a water bottle, shake it up. That's your final cleanser. So exfoliate with whatever you want to exfoliate with, shave, and then that will neutralize your skin. Basically, that's your biggest concern is to make sure all the hair is gone, you've exfoliated all the dead skin off, and then you finish with like neutralizing your pH with that solution. Um, <clears throat> so the skin prep kits come with an exfoliant, come with um, the neutralizing soap and all of that. But if you need to homeschool it, that's another tip. Um, and you need to do that. I do it starting peak week. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. If you compete, or Friday, if you compete on Saturday, Friday morning is going to be your last shower, get everything off day. Um, last time you're exfoliating, you don't want to do it too close to your tanks. You don't want your pores open. Um, <clears throat> if you're waxing, you need to do it at the beginning of the week, like Sunday, Monday. Because yes. you want your pores closed or you will have all these dots. <laughs> like dark spots in your groin and you don't want that not at all not at all yeah i i agree with everything that you said we will do a full-on tanning episode from start to finish um alexis gets sprayed she'll explain that to you i do diy i'll explain that to you so that way you guys have more information because the more information the better it is for you so that's all of our questions thank you guys so much for listening and sending in the questions we love doing that i think that's probably our favorite type of podcast to do we will keep you updated on alexis's journey to the arnold and we will chat with you guys next week bye bye guys
Wait, where is it? Oh no, where's, they changed the settings and now I can't find more. Ah, stop recording.